0: This weekend, if you go to any Barnes and Noble, I believe all of them are doing it. You get it just a taste, just a taste of what Maker Faire is like. They should hopefully have local makers there talking and discussing what they're building, and they'll have some make stuff. Like we have educational kits where you can make stuff, robotics, as well as the magazine. So that's this weekend at any Barnes and Noble. But that's just a taste. If you can find an actual Maker Fair in your area, uh, by, if you go to MakerFair.com, there's a map updated with dates. There's um, roughly 150 worldwide this year. Uh, but if you can make it to a Maker Fair, you'll see all the people you didn't even know were in your area that are building things, obsessing over things you never even imagined. Kind of like you know the story you were saying where the people took over the old McDonald's. There are probably people in your area doing things you never thought of. And you'll find them at a maker fair.
1: It's like finding the doorway to a whole other world, where our kids have the skills to be open, openly like you know, accepted with open arms. And uh, it's amazing. It,
0: it, it seems crazy, <laughs> but it is that acceptance that really stood out to me, um, and I. I I always kind of felt a little different than people. And I know a lot of people in the maker of movement kind of did too. We were obsessed with tearing stuff apart or obsessed with doing things a little bit differently or not accepting things or, or like my son obsessed with the inner workings of stuff to a Mm -hmm. degree that is just mind blowing. We can't give him anything without him immediately disassembling it. Yes. Um, And that's what maker fair is. We embrace these people with open arms and you see it, Every year I go to these big maker fairs and, and I see these people seeing each other once a year and like hugging and crying and then immediately going to a table and starting to rip something apart and build it together and brainstorming. It. It's, it's magical, really.
1: I love it. Well, I think a lot of us can relate to that story. I always tell people that until my son was five, I, I couldn't keep a flashlight in my home because my son would take it apart. Um, it would, I would set it down for 30 seconds and he would have it taken apart. He was hospitalized once for rotavirus and he was so ill um, that for days we were we were concerned and the day that we knew that he was okay and going to be okay, he I, I went into the restroom for just a moment, came back out with an IV. He was underneath the hospital bed trying to take it apart with his bare hands. Uh, this is our kids and they 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 want to know how something got put together how it came apart what i think is fascinating is when they get a little bit older and to be around somebody who is then teaching them this is how i put it back together that's what it gets into the exciting thing and i think that's what make does so uh want to encourage everybody to go to the different websites that you said um and so we're going to repeat those again uh, I want to encourage people, talk to your teachers about getting Make Magazine in your school. You heard Temple Grandin say that all kids should have the subscription and that all schools should have it. And now you have a, an inkling of why. Um, I want to encourage people, I'm going to get Jem to the Barnes & Noble event this weekend. And I've got to find a fair that's close to us so that I can take him to it. it you know, if, if we... This is not a movement. The Make Movement is not an autism movement. And I want to be very clear about that, but it is a place where our kids and our young adults and our adults feel completely welcomed and comfortable. Um, But by no stretch of the imagination, it's very inclusive. I just want to make sure that people know that this is not an autism thing. And if you think about it, I'm sure, Caleb, that you guys talk about this, that this is what generations ago, this is what, people who were very successful, they were the makers. I had a I had a great grandfather who was somebody who was a welder and an inventor. And you know if he were still alive, he would want to be at a maker fair. Um, we need these people and we need to encourage them and give them a home where to try out their ideas because that's where great new inventions come from, is it not?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And the, and like you said, this was not an intentional inclusive environment for uh, people on the spectrum, but it's turned out to be a lucky bonus. And, and it's not, I mean, this was not a surprise at all to hear Temple Grandin saying this. This is an observation we've had. Uh, it's just been a, a lucky coincidence. It is extremely inclusive.